I'm going on the view on Monday. Because I think it's time for a conservative with a backbone to look those ladies in the eyes and say, you do not have to be an exception to succeed in America. You can be the rule and succeed in America. Ah, yes, Senator and uh, presidential candidate Tim Scott, South Carolina, great American, did in fact yesterday go on The View with uh, Sonny and Whoopi and Joy, although Joyless wasn't there. She wasn't there. She's apparently not there on Monday. She's, I don't know, has to do community service or something for, I don't think it's really community service. She, She just doesn't show up on Monday for whatever reason. And I've got some of that for you. They uh, they talked over him and cut him off, and some non-binary person with a headset came out and said, oh, we've got to go to commercial. You have to stop talking. And the crowd booed him because it's like a medieval lynch mob, the Democrat Party. Speaking of uh, the Democrat Party, kind of an amazing story out of Arizona. They've got a Democrat governor there by the name of Katie Hobbs. She shouldn't be the governor. She uh, vetoed a bill yesterday that would have made it illegal to facilitate or record sexually explicit conduct in public places like classrooms and government buildings. That is to say, uh, porn movies. That's uh, what they're talking about here. That's what the bill was, and she vetoed it. But the uh, OAN, uh, One America News, has the story. Governor Katie Hobbs vetoes bill prohibiting Porn filming in Arizona's K-12 through public school classrooms. You know, I'm hot for teacher. What's that all about? And the uh, Brooke Mallory wrote the story. Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs, a Democrat, vetoed a new bill that had been passed by the legislature that would have made it illegal to facilitate record sexually explicit conduct in public places like classrooms and government buildings, meaning shoot porn movies. The veto decision comes months after an Arizona teacher was fired after being caught recording pornography of herself and another individual in her classroom and posting it to the website OnlyFans. Do you really have to uh, promote the website? Here, got, got it right <laughs> the uh, thing. But uh, there it is. The 12-year-old child, no, no 12-year-old child should ever have to worry that their middle school desk was the location of a porn shoot, yet because of Governor Katie Hobbs, a Democrat, because of her actions, actions, this is precisely the case, said Arizona State Senator Jake Hoffman. So Senate Bill 1696, 1696, 1696, see, is the name of the bill, was supported by Republicans and uh, made it through the House and the Senate. However, Democrats ended up voting against the proposal as expected because Democrats want to make sure that classrooms are available to shoot porn movies, porn videos. That's your Democrat party. They call prostitutes sex workers. And uh, I think they all hope that their daughters end up that way. Is that uh, the, the hope here? In November of last year, another Arizona teacher was discovered recording porn in her 8th grade class before uploading the videos, plural, to social media platforms. And uh, here's uh, the social, they named the social media platform again. And other risque websites. Websites are risque. Uh, So that was my friend's daughter's desk, and she is mortified 
over the situation like, that's my desk. She has no care knowing students have seen her everything on students' desks. And uh, Christina Minor, a parent from Arizona school, said. So, you know, that is, uh, that's, that's the, the Republicans said because two teachers, at least two teachers in Arizona, made porn movies in classrooms, in classrooms, and posted the videos on these various sites that I don't necessarily feel the need to promote here. Um, and then the Republicans said, you know what, do we need to pass a law saying it's illegal for teachers and whatever to make porn movies in classrooms and, and in schools? And uh, said, well, yeah, because the Democrats, and then the Democrats all voted against the bill because they know where they stand. And the Republicans passed the bill anyway, and then the Democrat governor vetoed the bill, so it's still legal. See, that's the thing about, about Katie Hobbs. Mm-mm-mm. Hobbs should be ashamed of herself, and every parent in the state of Arizona should be outraged. This is a despicable use of government resources, and there should be legal repercussions in place to discourage these types of practices from ever occurring again said Senator Hoffman. But the Democrats, they disagree. Because, you know, (laughs) what can I tell you? Am I right? Yes. Yes, I'm right. Uh, Speaking of which, we have another another story on this. Uh, Well, related. It's not specifically on this uh, per se. But there is a a related story that's uh, that's quite fascinating. And it has to do with, uh, well, a, a student at a university in uh, Ohio, Cincinnati. Um, And the New York Post has the story, but the New York Times does not. University of Cincinnati student alleges professor failed her, gave her a failing grade. She's got the photographic evidence, the documentary evidence. Failed her for using the term, quote, biological women. Use the term biological women. A sophomore at the University of Cincinnati claims that her professor gave her a zero on a college project for using the term biological women. Olivia Krolkitz, I'm going to go with that, 20 years old, uh, said the professor for her women's gender studies in pop culture class, that's an actual class, women's gender studies in pop culture, you know, everybody should get an F in that just for signing up for it, (laughs) don't you think? Uh, Class failed her for using the, quote, exclusionary, end quote, term, despite admitting that she submitted a solid proposal to the student, uh, the student told the New York Post. It's an amazing, amazing story. The course in, uh, instructed students to pick a topic related to feminism. So uh, the student, 20 years old, um, choosing to research the changes female athletes have experienced throughout history and the rights and opportunities that have been awarded and fought for in athletics, you know, Title IX and all that, and women getting the right to compete as women, and then Democrats come along, and they got, you know, women with male uh, genitalia who say that they're ladies, but they're not. Uh, Her project discussed things from the first woman to compete in the Olympic Games to the fight that female athletes like Riley Gaines are making for proposed changes to Title IX, that is to say, having men and boys compete as women and girls. The chemistry major, she's a chemistry major, said her project ended by uh, sharing how these rights and opportunities are being threatened by allowing men to compete in women's sports. 
How dare she? So it's uh, it's an amazing uh, story, and and she is she might be the new Riley Gaines because somebody's got to stand up for women, and it's not and if it's not women, well I, I stand up for women too. I'm I'm actually a feminist. So I believe that you know women should be treated as full fledged human beings and and afforded the rights of full fledged human beings. Crazy as that might sound, but uh, the nice young lady did an uh, did an interview. And uh, she appeared last night on the Jesse Waters program on the Fox News Channel. Um, and again, it's Olivia. It's C-R-O-L-C-Z-Y-K. You know, a classic Irish name. Just kidding. Uh, so I'm going to go with, oh, it's Krolchek. I apologize. Krolchek. So it's uh, Olivia Krolchek, and uh, she's 20 years old. She actually, through an exchange of emails, told me that using the term uh, contributed to turf ideology, so trans-exclusionary radical feminism, um, which I believe is the only real feminism. And she said it was exclusionary and contributed to heteronormativity. Trans-exclusionary radical feminism, TERF, this is an acronym, and it, um, and it contributed to heteronormativity to use the term biological woman, all right? That's uh, trans-exclusionary feminists. <laughs> radical. Excuse me, radical. Uh, that, and, and it's radical to say biological woman. Uh, feminism. And that contributes to heteronormativity, and that is frowned upon and she has the nice uh, young lady, Cynthia or Olivia rather, has the uh, has the emails uh, from the teacher saying the crazy stuff. I got a zero on a project proposal in my class because I used the term biological women, which is apparently not allowed anymore. She even said it was a good project proposal, um, but I got a zero because I used this term and it's exclusionary and not allowed anymore. So. And I 100% know that this is like the most biased grade ever because my project is about transgenders competing in biological women's sports. How am I supposed to do my final project if I can't use the word biological women, but that's what my project is about? You can't use the term biological women, but that's what my project is about and discrimination against biological women. And here is the, uh, the grade and I, I have it right here. I'll show it to the microphone. The grade uh, from the email that she received, zero. She got a grade of zero, 20 points possible. Graded anonymously, no. And then the comments are, Olivia, this is a solid proposal. However, the term, quote, biological women, end quote, are, now listen to this too. I got I to gotta read this in a straight thing. However, the terms biological women are exclusionary, and not allowed in this course as they further reinforce heteronormativity. All right. Now, let me just uh, stop for a moment here for grammatical reasons. However, the terms, plural, biological women, that's not a plural, are exclusionary. Now, it's a term. It's not terms. It's one term, biological women. So the professor does not understand the difference between singular and plural usages of the word terms, uh, or the word are, you know, it's a singular to the term. It's not terms, biological women. It's a term. <clears throat> but she refers to the term as terms and then says that the 
term R, exclusionary, I think that the professor might be very severely mentally handicapped. I wonder if the professor gets handicapped parking for, <laughs> for uh, intellectual reasons. Isn't that amazing? So that's it. She, she, we noticed that this morning. My best girl and I were going over this this morning, and I think it was my best girl, the first one, who said, wait a minute, why is she referring to the term in the plural? Uh, that's crazy. Uh, here's Olivia. In her syllabus, it says I'm allowed to share my opinions as long as they don't cause harm to my classmates. But no one in my class is going to be reading my paper unless she was going to share it without my permission. Minor detail. Um, this is this is what has become of college campuses, of universities, uh, of higher education. When they're referring to higher, I assume they're talking about the drugs because that is completely nuts. Just whack-a-doodle-doo. I have had a situation previously in a class, in a discussion I had said that it's not okay to generalize and say that all white men are privileged, and she came back and said that it is important to recognize that fact. It is important to recognize that fact, but it's not a fact. So um, this is what is being taught on college campuses. I got to say, I think that uh, more and more uh, college education is detrimental to one's intellectual growth. Am I right? I think Zero point zero. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. And then there's the Associated Press, which in their new style guide um, says that you may not refer to transgender ideology or use the term transgenderism because the ISM makes it appear uh, to be an ideology rather than a biological effect. And wait till I share that with you, because this is what will be the standard in newsrooms across America from this day forward. Uh, it's amazing. And the good people at the Heritage Foundation are on to them and told the truth. I've got that coming up as well. Do you know that Father's Day is right around the corner? It is. Good idea here. Get Dad what he really wants. Omaha Steaks. Perfectly aged, always tender, guaranteed delicious, the Father's Day experts at Omaha Steaks have made it incredibly easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand-selected packages. Head over to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code PLANTY. That's me, P-L-A-N-T-E. I have an E on the end. I don't know why. Use the, uh, the uh, code PLANTY at checkout and get $30 off your qualifying order. Packages can include... Fork tender, bacon wrap, filet mignons, other gourmet grillables like the air-chilled boneless chicken breast, burgers, jumbo hot dogs, delicious. Many more family favorites, too. Summer is almost upon us. Boy, oh boy. Don't forget to save room for dessert, though, because the gift packages come with four delicious caramel apple tartlets. I'm getting hungry just talking about it. Go to omahasteaks.com, use the code PLANT at checkout, and get $30 off an unforgettable gift that's guaranteed to make Dad's day. Because if there's one thing we know, it's that dads want steaks. Mm-mm. That's omahasteaks.com. The promo code is planned at checkout. A minimum order is required. See site for details. Bom, bom, bom. Yeah, what is it with the Democrat Party and gender? Are there any Democrats out there? Can, can Do you really think you can explain? If anybody asks the first question... Do you think you could get past the first question? I don't think that you could. We're at 
Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, so the Associated Press, uh, the story is by the Daily Signal, thanks to the Heritage Foundation, and Tyler O'Neill writing an excellent piece. Associated uh, Press forbids even discussing transgenderism as an ideology. Forget debates over bathrooms and pronouns. The Associated Press recently released new guidelines suppressing the very concept of transgenderism as an ideology that can be debated while forcing that ideology on reporters in the name of promoting good journalism. It is uh, quite an amazing step by the uh, 1984 people, and they point out latest example of 1984-style doublethink. Journalists are required to uh, abide by transgender ideology while denying that such an ideology exists. The Associated Press Most Recent Style Guide update published last Thursday instructs them to use a person's preferred pronouns, deny that sex is a biological fact recognized at or before birth, and use the euphemism gender-affirming care when describing experimental treatments and interventions that leave patients stunted, scarred, and infertile. You may remember the medical doctor, former man, now woman, Dr. Marcy Bauer. Every single child who was, or adolescent, who was truly blocked at Tanner stage two is, has never experienced orgasm. I mean, it's, it's really about zero. Really? It's really about zero. And, uh, that is, uh, uh, that, uh, Dr. Bowers born male, raised male, uh, surgery to, uh, become more like a female medical doctor performed surgeries on people to, uh, uh, make them from one gender to another. And, uh, at least surgically. And now the associated press is all in. And you may not use the term transgenderism. You cannot refer to transgender ideology. Those are now verboten by the mainstream media lefties that are in charge of, you know, language. They're the speech Nazis, I think. Isn't that what we call them? By the way, uh, you are doubtless aware because you're great Americans, new and old. Today is the 6th of June. Anybody? Anybody? Raise your hand. Yes, you? That's right, D-Day. The anniversary of the invasion of uh, Normandy and France, World War II. The 6th of June, 1944. The beginning of the end for Nazi Germany. 
And uh, what what an amazing invasion! Uh, what an amazing invasion it uh, was, Operation Overlord. And uh, boy, seventy nine years ago, seventy nine years ago today. And there are, God bless them, still Normandy veterans. I saw a couple of Normandy veterans on the television this morning. And um, boy, oh boy. And, uh, you know, looking sharp and sounded good. If you were 19 years old then, and you could have been 18 years old uh, during the invasion of Normandy when you landed on the beaches. And, and uh, in fact, I have a, a great recording that I would like to... It's a D-Day plus one. I think I will share it with you tomorrow on the big radio broadcast of my father, um, who was involved in World War II as a Navy fighter pilot, U.S. Navy fighter pilot. And, and uh, he um, did an interview aboard his aircraft carrier after coming back from a mission going after the Nazis, dropping bombs on them to kill them. And uh, it's a great recording. I'll share that with you tomorrow. Um because in the uh, the recording, it is it begins with the the old scratchy uh, sound of a record album and beep 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 and uh, D Day plus one, the uh, the voice begins and uh, it's a, a very interesting. Even if it were not my father, it would be a very interesting um, recording to listen to. And um, we posted it. Actually, we put it to. Uh, photographs and posted it online. Although I think we still have one photograph in there that's in error. That is in error. We may have to go back and correct. Uh, and uh, also, uh, Kevin Tober informs me that he has posted a Ronald Reagan D-Day speech on our social media platforms, the Twitter and the Facebook, and where else? Rumble, Rumble. So you can go watch the uh, the videos, the Chris Plant sites at um, Twitter and Facebook and Rumble with uh, Ronald Reagan, the great Ronald Wilson Reagan, and his, uh, I, I haven't watched it. Uh, Kevin told me he posted the Boys of Point to Hawk uh, speech, I assume, from the beaches of Normandy. My, uh, my best girl and I have been to Normandy uh, uh, at least twice to the beaches of Normandy and so on. I've got a little vial of sand at home from Omaha Beach that goes with my rock collection small rocks from around the world uh, that I have accumulated over the years and uh, a lot of uh, fun stuff, you know, the Acropolis and Nelson Mandela's jail cell and sand from Omaha Beach and and uh, little uh, scarab from the pyramids and, and uh, things I've collected over the years. But I digress. Enough about me. Enough about me. So we've got, uh, we've got all that, uh, all that stuff going. Yes, we do. And, um, And we should go to a telephone call because I had uh, I I always have too much stuff to talk about and then I I'm off to the races you know like that uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Rick calling from Ottawa Canada America's hat Rick you're on the Chris Plant show hi hi Chris Plant I talked to your lovely uh, call screener uh, Jasmine who sounds like a, a nice young um, biological female. She is. She's I wonderful. Mean, yeah, she's very smart, very bright. Uh, yeah, she's great. If you call in, you get, get to speak to Jasmine, too. <laughs> I, may, I self-identify as a bi- biological male, although I don't know why I have to qualify that with biological because male is male. But I'm, and my pronouns, my nouns, my adverbs and adjectives are uh, he, him, he, man, 
macho macho man hunka hunka burning love just so just so you know that's a that's a good collection of uh pronouns and uh whatever whatever they are you know you asked well i don't know why you have to do this because the left is insane and they have secured a great deal of cultural power and they have inflicted their illness upon all of us don't you think that's the explanation Oh, yes. Uh, I'll just comment on that briefly. But um, I'm just outside a grocery store. I went in the other day to get a, some smokes from my wife. Uh, I could use the British term for smokes, but that's probably not allowed on the radio. But uh, <laughs> and the person, the person, uh, person, the young person serving me had a name tag. She, they, and I'm thinking, I think there's a comedian who has a bit on this, where if you invite a certain number of she, they's to a dinner party, how many place settings do you have to set? Because... <laughs> Because, uh, you know, there's she and they, so, you know, one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, I don't know. Um, well, uh, you know, I've, I'm, I'm still wondering, Rick, if you go by they and them, whether you're entitled to use the HOV lanes on the highway. <laughs> yeah, get yourself some of those, uh, those uh, what do you call them, mannequins or dummies to go along with you. But, and, uh, and, oh, you don't have you to if, if you're they or them. And, and how many of yeah, you can get on an elevator at a, any given time? Just a comment, the Bolsheviks, the communists and those who, uh, you know, invented that, they were very clever at uh, what they did. But they sought allies amongst those who would create chaos in society. Uh, this is the thing I was just reading about it the other day. And uh, criminals and other types like, you know, like is happening today in many countries, including your country and my country, where people are being brought in uh, without being vet, properly vetted. Uh, you know, we're all none of us are against, you know, proper immigration and uh, and that but the Bolsheviks did this they actually considered anyone who was willing to create chaos in society and overthrow the old order uh, overthrow god overthrow everything that's good and holy and decent they were they were willing to be allied with them and i, I think that's what's going on today with all this so-called transgendered stuff it's just obviously to create chaos and confusion and unfortunately the the, the innocent victims of it are the, the children well and and all the rest of us all of society and you know you oh, started yes. uh ticking off things very well i think rick and you know i mean and you're right to compare them to the bolsheviks and the soviet union and the and the agents of chaos and the opening the border and the unvetted uh, millions and millions of illegal aliens uh, swarming our cities as far north as Maine and uh, and the Democrats and the news media, but I repeat myself, uh, endorsing it, turning a blind eye to it, the, the agents of chaos in our schools, sowing gender confusion, George Soros uh, funding radical left uh, prosecutors that don't prosecute crimes but prosecute the police. They, uh, the police have drawn down and the and the criminals have drawn up and they're not prosecuting thefts in many jurisdictions around the United States of up to $900, $950 you can go steal and you're guaranteed that they're not going to be prosecuted these crimes. We've got looting going on. Looting is fundamental in, uh, in the United States now, Rick. I, I don't know if this is happening in Canada or not. But in my neighborhood, stores are looted on a regular, without riots. You don't need riots anymore. You just need Democrats to go and loot places. And, and the, uh, you know, what was it, the Lululemon thing? They had the thieves come in and steal thousands and thousands of dollars. 
of stuff in front of the employees. One of the two of the employees, young women, tried to stop the thieves, and they were fired and punished. And Lululemon yesterday stood by their decision to go with the criminals. We're, you know, we're legalizing crime in the United States, and we're outlawing law enforcement at the same time. Now, if uh, that's not a driver of chaos, then I don't know what is. Opening the borders and uh, sending people all over the country by the millions, uh, driver of chaos. Uh, you know, this is all about chaos, isn't it, Rick? And and you said you were uh, brushing up on your your Sovietology and uh, the uh, the the schemes and the plots of the communists of the 20th century, and you think that that's the playbook that we're uh, watching in real time today, right? I mean, so in the air, yes, uh, whether you call it communism or fascism, you know, tomato, tomato, uh, it makes no difference. Yeah, you, I, I totally agree. And one further comment, one last comment. One thing the totalitarians of the, what do you call them, left wing, right wing, or chicken wing, don't like is a genuine sense of humor, irony, and and uh, and uh, sarcasm, which you, you well display. And I, I appreciate you and many of your listeners do as well. They can't stand that. They don't even understand that. Apparently, Lenin was said by one of his comrades to have, absolutely no sense of humor, which you would expect from a, a mass killer. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, I, I, great to talk to you again. Wonderful call. Rick, thank you very much. Have a, have a great Ottawa day, a beautiful uh, Canadian city. Um, you know, we're honestly, Western civilization is under assault. The, uh, the values, the Judeo-Christian values rejected by the left, held in contempt by the left, very much under assault, not just in the United States, but across Western civilization. And uh, if you're, you know, and I know most normal people out there, uh, we're scratching our heads and saying, why is all of this happening? And, and how did it happen so fast? It, it's quite amazing. And, you know, the left, they, they methodically and systematically secured power on college campuses first, and then in, uh, through teachers' unions and school boards uh, locally. You know, they had these bumper stickers 50 years ago, Think globally, act locally, right? And they were gobbling up these local seats for your environmental board and your, you know, and then they abuse the power and extend and stretch and break the envelope, uh, abusing the power, saying we're going to steal your backyard and put a bike path through your backyard because your view is good and you don't deserve it. This is, you know, this is craziness. And, you know, you pay your fair share, whatever that means. You know, it's vague enough and general enough where it means they're coming for everything you have is uh, is the the long and the short of it, and Rick is absolutely right. You know the totality, and they're absolutely humorous as well, uh, humorless as well. Um, and whether it's fascism or communism, it really makes no difference. It's totalitarianism, it's statism, and it is the opposite of uh, the the liberties and the freedoms that that we fought to secure for so long. And, and ironically, today is D Day the 6th of June, the 79th anniversary of uh, Americans, Canadians, uh, and Brits storming the beaches of France, uh, Normandy, and the, the cliffs, the, uh, the, the thousands that died liberating uh, Normandy from the Nazis to secure freedom for, and I, I got to tell you, you go to Normandy, and they still remember there, the teenagers know all about it there, and they are Oh, Americans, they fly American flags and, and Canadian flags and British flags all over the towns of Normandy, Bayou, and, and so on. And it's a wonderful thing. And, and keep in mind, I keep it pinned up here on the wall. 
that uh, Benito Mussolini described fascism as a merger of state and corporate power. And we're seeing a we're seeing a merger or multiple mergers of state and corporate power all over the place in the United States. And it is the left and the communication oligarchs. You know, they oh the uh, Republicans and billionaires. B.S. B.S. To the extent that there is uh, cooperation between Republicans and billionaires, uh, they're on the side of freedom and liberty and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and generally speaking, two genders plus an occasional weirdo here and there. And that's okay because, you know, don't worry about it. Honestly, just uh, just extraordinary, extraordinary stuff. And uh, Senator Tim Scott um, was on The View yesterday. I want to share with you a, a little, we did a, a montage, a mashup of Senator Tim Scott who, as you may know, is uh, African-American. He's a senator from South Carolina. He's he's running for the presidency of the United States. And they had Joyless Behar on The View a couple of weeks ago uh, talk about how uh, Senator Tim Scott is the exception, you know, in America. And he doesn't know what racism is because she's, you know, a white woman who uh, went to a party in blackface uh, some years ago. So she knows what racism is. But Senator Tim Scott doesn't, and they attacked Clarence Thomas, just as Clarence Thomas says, well, because they can't resist. Joe Biden started that high-tech lynching in 1991, I think, and it uh, is ongoing today. Here's a, our, uh, our mashup of Senator Tim Scott on The View yesterday. They interrupted him. They cut him off. They had some uh, non-binary person come out with a headset and tell him they had to stop and go to a commercial break. Every time he uh, started going, they cut him off. One of the reasons why I'm on the show is because of the comments that were made, frankly, on this show, that the only way for a young African-American kid to be successful in this country is to be the exception and not the rule. That is a dangerous, offensive, disgusting message to send to our young people. I will tell you that if my life is the exception, I can't imagine. But, I can't but it Im- is. But it's not, actually. Here's, here's, it's been here's 114 my, years. Yeah, so head of the Highway Patrol for South Carolina is the African-American. Still and 19, for us to so suggest, America has met its promise. No, of course. But I'm about making sure that our kids have as many opportunities to succeed as possible. It's one of the reasons why. I need did, an opportunity to well, succeed. Because I have to go to... And what I am concerned about... fixing the structures and the what, systemic racism that it is embedded in... At least at The View. We have to go to commercial. We'll come down. Here comes the music. And what they're being indoctrinated with on that issue. No, 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 not. Do not boo. This is the view. Yeah, and they don't boo. Yeah. He was uh, talking about uh, Disney and uh, gender uh, confusion and the Democrats and the lynch mob uh, started booing. It's the party of Jim Crow, right? And of plantations and of the Confederate States of America. Just, just by the way, and standing in schoolhouse doors. It's the Democrat Party. You know that you can purify the air in your home and get healthy, clean, fresh-smelling air, eliminate odors, kill mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses? Did you know that? The Impure Thunderstorm Air Purifier uses proven Oxy technology. Oxy technology sends out O3 molecules into the air. O3 molecules seek out and destroy odors and air pollutants in your home. It destroys it. It doesn't cover them up like some spray can. 
Honestly, it's called the thunderstorm because it purifies the air in your home and provides you with pure, fresh-smelling air, just like after a thunderstorm. And right now, you can save 200 American dollars on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. They're only, they're only about this big, the size of your hand. You plug them into the wall, and they uh, take care of that room and beyond. Great stuff. 3-pack for whole home protection, 3 units for under $200. That's a fraction of the cost compared with other air purifiers that can go for more than $600 each. So you can put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, your teenager's room, any place you like to breathe clean, fresh air. And with this special offer, you're getting three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com. You put in the discount code CHRIS to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS and shipping is free. Yes, sir. Yeah, the, uh, they're still the party of Jim Crow. Make no mistake. And if you're looking for someone to call an Uncle Tom, try Karen Johnson. She goes by Whoopi Goldberg these days. He came up to me on the street the other day. He said, careful, Dave, they after you. I said, what? One they or many they's. Yeah, I've got a lot of updates on this, too. The uh, so-called human rights campaign is putting out a, uh, we're going to call it the pink book. Michael Piercy named it the pink book, like the green book, you know, race thing from a half century ago. They're really lost in the past, but uh, we'll get to that because it's so dangerous in America to be gay. Uh, really? How many parades were there this past weekend? Any incidents? Anybody plow their car into it like uh, in Wisconsin and, you know, murder the dancing grannies? Anything uh, anything like that? Just uh, amazing, amazing stuff. I see I'm running out the clock on myself again for this hour. We have uh, many great callers on the line, I see. And I've got a Nancy Pelosi update for you. Speaking of the Human Rights Campaign, an LGBTQQIAA+. Um, we got all kinds of stuff, yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> the Human Rights Campaign, so-called, for the first time ever, declaring a national state of emergency as LGBTQ plus Americans face extremist attempts to roll back our rights. What, to have a parade? It's more important than ever. We have the necessary resources to stay safe no matter where we go. Pure fiction. It's just, it is just a fiction of epic proportion. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. 